Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome to the Changemakers podcast. I am more than thrilled to have you as our guests. What you have been doing in the gender box is so remarkable. And so I so welcome it because I think what you've been doing, uh, you're, you're a pioneer in so many ways of looking at the gender box from your perspective. Tell me. And tell my audience here, how did your journey begin? My background is, because I I think we have to talk about my background, because Mm -hmm. I call myself a feminist today, but I haven't been a feminist, uh, yeah, for like six years or something. My background is that all my life uh, lived by privilege. I mean, I... I've been living my mainstream life. I am hetero guy. Uh, I played soccer for 20 years. I was in the uh, under 17 national team in soccer. Yeah, and so on. I say that I was a misogynist guy. Uh, I didn't understand why women, especially feminist women, were always uh, mixing gender with everything and, and, and talking about how man was bad, that was how I uh, saw the discussion about gender equality, for example. Uh, Then I was working in in youth center for uh, six years ago. And yeah, I I think the moment, one moment, when I nail uh, nail polished my, I painted my nails at the youth center. Uh, At that moment, I didn't think of the consequences, what, what was going to happen. But was that sort of a part of a part of a thing that you were doing with the kids at the youth center or um, yeah, it was supposed to be drag show at the youth center. Yeah. But there was no one that would take part in the drag show. So me and the other staff was so called to force to use uh, to put on drag. Yeah. And and <laughs> And I did that, uh, but when the evening was was done and I was going home, uh, I decided to keep uh, the painted nails, the nail polish on my nails. So I just got home and and I remember thinking immediately, uh, can I go home like that? Can I, you know, what? Yeah, with nail polish on your on your on your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. What are people going to say? And and I fe- felt embarrassed, and but I I did it, and 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 then I met my family, my friends during one weekend. Yeah. I decided to keep my nail uh, painted uh, <laughs> for one for one weekend, and the reaction uh, from my friends, my family, and people I don't know made me think about what feminists have been talking about all my life in a different uh, perspective or 
uh, yeah, because people are were always saying, "Okay, do you want to tell me something? Are you coming out?" <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. And I didn't know then why it was like that, but I started from then on uh, to think about what it means to be a man, mm-hmm. uh, what masculinity means, and why people. Uh, yeah, made those reaction to to my painted nails. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for six years I've been thinking about how can I talk about masculinity and those gender ideas that are forced upon us, and, and we just play on by those rules that nobody has, you know, told us. There's no one that has ever tell me that I I cannot use, you know, nail polish. Mm-hmm. But I know that it is not for me, yeah. straight guy. Yeah. So yeah, I've been thinking a lot, and 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 you mentioned maybe the hashtag Katmanskan and my project yeah. Katmanskan uh, on social media, Instagram and and Facebook. If I talk a little bit about hashtag Katmanskan, absolutely. But before before you go into the hashtag. It, it, and because Katlmenskan, for those who don't understand Icelandic, means masculinity or, yeah, to be masculine or, or to be a man, which is what we talk about when, in uh, the normal boxes movement and in our project. We are raising awareness around this putting people into boxes. Isn't it interesting when you're talking about people being confused now they saw you with an nail polish they're like he's no longer in the straight white man box mm-hmm. where am i going to put him am i going to put him into the into the gay box mm-hmm. uh, and this tendency of ours to start to judge people and it's like we become um, like ir- irritatable or we like we're unsure what am i going to do with this guy i mean he here he is I used to think that he was a straight guy box, but now is he in the, and um, that causes the, the uncertainty somehow when, in, with the um, retrospect of thinking, here's a man, and hey, he likes to polish his nails. How cute is that? Do I like his color? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's interesting where you, it, listening to you really, feeling and talking about how you felt people trying to put you into another box mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you started to go into using hashtag Kashmanskan or hashtag the man um, mm-hmm. what was the what what happened then okay I I have to say uh, the idea comes originally from one of my feminist friends she sent me a message and, and said, hey, what do you think about encouraging men to share their stories, how those ideas of masculinity affected their life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, in some ways. So that is the, the drive. And, and, and I, I wrote on my Facebook, uh, I said something like, hey, guys, uh, Let's start a revolution. Uh, let's talk about how masculinities and, and those ideas affect our lives. And, 
and I got uh, no reaction at first uh, except from women <laughs> women were sharing my my Facebook status and yeah. encouraging men to share their stories but it wasn't until I I posted the same post on Twitter that I got some stories from men uh-huh. and in in the end I got around 900 stories from from people uh, in Iceland I think it was around 400 from men and uh, yeah and the rest is so media trying to to follow the hashtag and 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 the media covered the 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 hashtag in Iceland really much but yeah men share those stories and and now I I, I play forward a little bit because I am uh, researching those uh, stories in my yeah. uh, master, in my gender studies. Uh, which, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a reason. So I, all of this journey has mm, led you to mm, want to go deeper. Yeah. And, and and are you now doing your, is it your master or, or your? Yeah. I am a teacher, but... Yeah. I wanted to learn more about what I am talking about. Yeah. Uh, I am always talking about masculinity and, and what it means to be a man and, and trying to shake up those ideas. You know, we think that real men has to be so in certain way, behave yeah. in certain way, uh, be attracted to women uh, and, and so on. Yeah. So I've been thinking about it a lot. And the hashtag Katlmenskan made me or showed me how important it is for Icelandic men and I think men around the world to talk about those ideas that are forcing us to be in a certain way, behave and and, and things like that. So yeah, I I, I quitted my job and and started to learn and study about, about those ideas because I want to, I really want to know what this is about. When you look at all of these stories that you received from all of these men, mm-hmm. um, what are the things that you see that maybe, I'm not going to say that all of them, but I mean, maybe a good majority. Is that it's a, a theme that you're seeing that um, a good majority of them are struggling with and they want to break out of? Yeah, yeah. It is clear to me that the masculine ideas and you talk about box, yeah. that box that men are, are in, uh, the, the man box is really small, really small. And, and yeah, and I think, and, and that is what I see and what I feel about my, my stories that I am reading now. Men are mostly talking about feelings, emotions, mm-hmm. and how they are not allowed to express uh, their emotions. And often... The stories are about violence. It's about how they were not allowed to be interested in in ballet or some feminine uh, mm. work. They were supposed to like soccer, play soccer, and yeah. So a lot of the stories are about emotions and how men didn't fill fill up that box or. Yeah. Or didn't live up to those expectations of them. It's it's 
it's toxic, isn't it? Thinking about here you are, you go into the world, you want to share, you know, you have, you have a gift, you, you have some skills, you have some, you have some knowledge, you have experience, you have, um, you have a heart, you have a mind. And if you, in some way, one way or another, you are being blocked or you think, Mm -hmm. you think actually, there's basically nothing physically blocking you, but if your mind is blocking you because you think that if you do something different, like you did nail polishing yourself Mm -hmm. that evening, you will be judged. You will be ridiculed. You will be, you will not be accepted. And so that's basically the blockage rather than, so I think this is fascinating because here we come, I mean, we come from a country that has been number one in the world for gender equality for what, nine or 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And somehow the talk has been so much about equality for women uh, that everything that has to do with the word equality kind of like becomes women's thing. So one of the things that we've talked about the um, with no more boxes is um, equal, maybe maybe we should start to look at it as equity that you are just valued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you talked about how it is in our mind, yeah. the box or or yeah. I think it's also important to 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 see the patriarchy in it. Yeah, and men hates when I say patriarchy. Uh, and some people also women but I see how the patriarchy and those ideas from the patriarchy they they make those ideas of masculinity and femininity yeah and we are so occupied we are so we're always thinking about how to be a man and that is not to be a feminine or a woman yeah exactly we are always (laughs) <laughs> we need those two boxes, but those two boxes to be a man or be a woman, as I see it, those ideas come from the patriarchy. Mm, yeah. And and it is connected in in power relation and it is connected through yeah, gender and sex, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we need to see the bigger bigger vision. Uh so, that's what did. yeah the, the, we, we call it we call it um that we are decoding the boxes and yeah. inviting people into the journey to the human space mm-hmm. where you just get to be a human being yeah exactly because emotions are not gendered no. human have emotions yeah but men are not allowed to feel anything except anger we are allowed many, to be many men think that's a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we need and, to be uh, strong and hard and yeah. And yeah, and so on. And that's uh, that's the thing that I think uh, that's why I so applaud to you, Torsten, for giving this uh, this thought to that level, to that depth. And that that you're giving both men and women, you're basically giving human, let's just start <laughs> talk about that. You're giving human people, human beings, the space to explore this and to basically figure out, well, I can yeah, create my own box or I can just decide to be in that human space. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for, for me as an individual when I allow myself to be there? And how, how do I react to others when I, 
have decided I'm going to be in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I am trying to wake up men to see those ideas. And I, my dream is that every man that I talk to or, or held my presentation for, or, or, you know, men that are listening to us, for Mm -hmm. example, that men can see themselves in the patriarchy and how they are affected of the patriarchy because I know that not all men have privilege. I'm aware of that. Yeah. But me as a very much privileged boy or a man now, I can do a lot of things to do good things for my society. And I say that it is important for me and men like me to listen to women and their experience and how they view the world or see the world or how the world affects them or, or yeah, because I think men need to listen to see uh, so they can change. I say, uh, I say, you mean to challenge themselves, challenge those masculine ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Because we need to challenge those ideas that are, bad for other people because the the male uh, ideas are often called or, or, or seen as better than feminine uh, ideas. Sometimes and sometimes yeah. actually not. Yeah. It's actually, this, this, it is so interesting when you go into this conversation because um, you will see what, one of the things that we've seen time and time and time again when when, when we've done the normal boxes breakfast clubs and where we're basically uh we're spotting the boxes and when we open up for example the gender box mm-hmm. um none of us have the same ingredients in that gender box no so how can you say that this is masculine and this is feminine that's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> really interesting when you look into that Mm-hmm. But we have the, I mean, we talk about those ideas because it is based or it is built in our uh, society. Yeah. And I've, I've learned that, that it is built in our history and, and our society and how we are supposed to be as a man or as a woman. So, yeah, and, and, and that changes from society to society. Yeah. It is not always the same ideas of masculinity, like the masculine ideas in Iceland, in certain, oh, yeah. in certain parts of Iceland. Or, no. uh, t- definitely. And, and, and when we look at, when you say that, and, and I have heard the other day, someone was saying, well, we're so hardwired to this, it can't be changed. Hmm. I was like, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, I mean, not that long ago, it was not, seen as as a as a, an accepted thing for men to be with their wives or partner giving birth to their mm. children or to their yeah. child that was considered to be no no he would just wait outside the, mm-hmm. the delivering room or even just go home and be cold in the middle of the night or whatever mm-hmm. today that's not the case mm-hmm. and actually it's come the other way around if you decide not to be with your partner or wife you are you think what's the matter with you so Mm -hmm. yes we can change that hard wiring Mm -hmm. and i think 
the more that I've gone into this topic and the more I see how powerful our language is and our choice of words is and how we can basically change our world by changing our choice of words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so what you were doing is definitely on that level, just by waking it up and say, hey, what do you think you th- you're supposed to be? Uh-huh. How is that really serving you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think we as a individuals can make a huge change. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. Absolutely. And on that note, I can see we're on time. I want to thank you so much for that insight, Thorstein, and for your work and being the change that you want to see in your world. Uh, you. I envision uh, half of Iceland's populations to be there with you and the other half to be there with you as well because it's really about every single one of us feeling good about ourselves as we are, regardless of the gender that we were given at birth or not. <laughs> Thanks so much. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in